0: Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 25th of March. India registered 1,685 COVID-19 cases and 83 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5,16,000. So far, India has administered over 182 crore COVID-19 vaccinations. The total number of fully vaccinated people in India now stands at 82.4 crore as of today. The weekly positivity rate stands at 0.33%, with the daily positivity rate at 0.24% as per the Health Ministry data. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 478 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million. Meanwhile, in view of several European countries witnessing a spike in COVID cases, the Moderna CEO said that there is a 20% chance that new COVID variants may be more dangerous than the ones already known. The Calcutta High Court today directed the Central Bureau of Investigation to take up the case pertaining to the violence in West Bengal's Birbhum district, where eight people were burned to death, Baran Bench reported. The court denied a request by the Mamta Banerjee government to not hand over the investigation to the central agency. Eight people were killed in Birbhum district's Boktui village on Tuesday in alleged retaliation to the murder of local All-India Trinamul congress leader, Bhadu Sheikh. The order was passed by a bench comprising of Chief Justice Prakash Srivastava and Justice Rajar Sri Bharadwaj after a Suomoto case had been taken up. PILs had also been filed regarding the incident seeking a CBI probe. As per the court, the order was made in the interest of justice to instil confidence and to have fair investigation in order to dig out the truth. The CBI was directed to take over the investigation and submit a progress report to the court on April 7. The court also ordered the special investigation team formed by the state to not carry out any investigation in the matter once the case was handed over to the CBI. China's Foreign Minister Wong Yi met India's External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar and National Security Advisor Ajit Doval in New Delhi today. According to ANI, they held a three-hour-long talk. Speaking at a press conference after the meeting, Jai Shankar said that because of deployment of troops, India's relationship with China at present is not normal. The Chinese Foreign Minister had arrived in Delhi last evening. This is the first visit by a senior Chinese minister and the highest level talks so far between India and China since the military standoff in Ladakh that started two years ago. After the meeting, Jai Shankar said, and I quote, We met for about three hours and addressed a broad, substantive agenda in an open and candid manner. We discussed our bilateral relations that have been disturbed as a result of Chinese actions in April 2020, unquote. Yogi Adityanath was sworn in today as the Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh for the second consecutive term at Lucknow's Ekana Stadium. The BJP had won the 2022 Uttar Pradesh Assembly elections by securing 225 seats in the 403-member Assembly. According to ANI, Keshav Prasad Maurya and Rajesh Pathak were sworn in as Deputy Chief Ministers. Maurya was the Deputy Chief Minister in Yogi's last term as well. He lost the Sirathu constituency to Samajwadi Party's Pallavi Patel this year by a margin of 7,337 votes. Thus, he will need to be elected in a bi-poll within six months. Pathak, meanwhile, was a law minister in Yogi's first government. He had switched to the BJP from BSP in 2017. Several BJP leaders such as Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, Union Home Minister Amit Shah and several others were present at the ceremony today. Maharashtra Chief Minister Udhav Thakre said today that the BJP should not do vicious things in order to come into power. This comes after the Enforcement Directorate froze his brother-in-law Shridhav Madhav Patnakar's assets worth Rs 6.45 crore in a money laundering case. The freezing of assets took place two weeks after the Income Tax Department had conducted a series of raids on people close to other party leaders. This prompted the Shiv Sena to accuse the BJP of selectively targeting political opponents. The ED on Tuesday had provisionally attached immovable properties belonging to Patankar. Hitting out at the BJP, the Chief Minister said today and I quote, Don't harass our or anyone else's family members. We never bothered your family members. It is not that we are saying that your families have done something wrong or that they have something that we can trouble you about. If you want to put us in jail to come to power, put me in jail, In another political controversy in Maharashtra, Devendra Fadnavis dropped what is called the pen drive bomb earlier this month. He had alleged that the MVA coalition has been using state machinery to frame BJP leaders in false cases. My colleague Prateek Goyal decodes the videos and what they imply in his latest report on newslaundry.com. The article is titled, 125 hours of evidence, decoding the BJP's pen drive bomb in Maharashtra. Listeners, the reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as these, without any pressure from political parties or corporations, is because we don't depend on ads from them. We rely only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs. 300 only. Ukrainian officials in Mariupol said today that they feared that up to 300 people could have died in last week's airstrike by Russia on a theatre in Mariupol, where hundreds were taking shelter, according to AFP. Mariupol City Hall wrote on Telegram that information from eyewitnesses suggested that approximately 300 people had died in the incident. After the airstrike, Ukrainian Parliament's Human Rights Commissioner had said that more than 1,300 people had been sheltering in the building. President Volodymyr Zelensky had also said that hundreds of people, believed mostly to be women and children, had taken to the building when the attack took place. As per a report by AP, when the theatre was struck, a huge inscription reading children was posted outside in Russian, hoping that it would be visible from the skies. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry.